Hello, well, this is Blonde Haired Girl. So there's something that's been just gnawing at me for a little bit here, and I want to talk about it. And I'm going to stay up front that I do not have my ideas completely. I never have my ideas completely solidified. <clears throat> just as soon as I have like an idea and then I noodle on it and then I learn more and then I noodle on it and I learn more, deeper, deeper, understand. I mean, it never ends. <clears throat> I mean, what do I really understand? I don't know. But <clears throat> it has to do with this concept of grace. And I know that I've talked about this a, a bit, a fair amount in my material. The bugaboo for me that I'm having in this work that I've been doing for a while now, I mean, I had been doing it for years, but didn't know and didn't do it to the extent that I'm doing it now. I'm doing it now purposefully. Um, the work of creating my life. And so, <clears throat> so here is the, the theory is that we ask and it is given. So we ask the God, God, universe, whatever we ask. And it is my belief, um, although some people have espoused that people who are, are enlightened do not have desire. But anyway, it is my belief that we are having kind of micro desires all day long. We're just like, we're just all day long. We're we're making choices. We're just coming up against, do I get out of bed? Do I not? Okay, do I take a shower? Do I not? Do I have coffee or tea? Do I, you know, what clothes do I put on? Do I, um, do I do this before I do that? Do I do, I mean, all day long, we are making these micro choices or desires in our head. <clears throat> So I don't know that desire ever completely goes away or I don't know how it would exist. And in some ways, it's kind of, kind of the fun in life. The fun in life. Like just now I was, I was eating my breakfast and I was looking through my free people catalog <laughs> and I found these shorts and they're like really cute. I'm like, oh my God, I think I might have to buy a pair. And it's so much fun to like have, have a desire for something and then have it come into our physicality. You know, I like it. I buy it. It comes in the mail to me and then I enjoy it. And I generally always enjoy the things that I get from free people. It's like they are my brand. But anyway, <clears throat> so I think that making choices I think choice itself is one of the most wonderful things about life. That we can like choose to do something different. <clears throat> and so and so I'm 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 coming along and I'm I'm and <clears throat> on a daily basis I have these weird things happen that are just weird. They're just like weird. Like um in the middle of the night I randomly, I wanted to see what time it was. I click on my phone and it is a very important date to me. I know it's like just a number, it's time, but it was like a, like these numbers represent something for me. 
And it was a very important representation of a number of a date that is significant to me. It's just weird. Like this kind of stuff just happens all the time or, or, you know, I order something and it has like triple numbers in it, or it has a, like, I'll give you an example. My work phone number has my daughter's, the last two digits of my daughter's birthday and the last two digits of my birthday. So every single time that I open that phone, multiple times a day when I'm working, I have to, to use that, that, those numbers to open my phone. I thought that was so weird. I mean, it was so weird. I started to see it on license plates and just all kinds of places. So this kind of stuff happens for me in that when it's not happening, like the other day, I noticed that I had not seen a certain sequence of numbers that I really often see and enjoy seeing. I had not seen them in a while. And then I was walking into Sprouts and damned if it wasn't right there on a license plate. So um, there you have it. So, but I'm not really sure exactly where that correlates with the idea of creating our lives. Like some people like, like to think or like to say that the way that it, that it correlates is a, like, this is a sign that you're moving in the right direction. And I, and I'm not sure, like, I like to think that God is so intimately involved with me that it would be signs, but I'm not sure that it's not just, it's not just, um, how do we word that? It's sort of like the sun is shining on everyone. It's not exclusive to some people. That the sun shines on this person, but doesn't shine on that person. So I'm not sure that it's as 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 detailed toward me as I like to think it is. And maybe it is a little bit more arbitrary, which is kind of upsetting to me. But it might be. It's like the law of gravity. It doesn't work for some people and not other people. And it's very, it's a very steady, something that we can depend on and that we don't even think about. And it's the same for everyone. And this gets on to my idea about worthiness. Just this whole idea about worthiness, it's like that we have to do something, anything to have our desires met defies what I believe the nature of God to be. It's based on the nature of God, not based on the nature of me. So I oftentimes at these, at, you know, in, in all kinds of different ways in my life, I have people ask me questions and they ask me questions about this. And it's, it's sort of like, you know, oh, so how long have you been doing this? You know, and I, and I got to tell you, I came to, I came to this in a very backward way. Like I had a a life-changing experience. And and I came to 
wondering about this work through really just wanting to figure out what had happened to me. And I still don't know. I still don't understand it because the stuff that went down was so bizarre. It was so bizarre that I, I, and I've had no one to talk to about this stuff. No one. Like, and so it's just been something that has kind of lived inside of me and, and I keep it to myself. And I, and I also, I just, and it didn't come on to me when it, even when it did through like an intense amount of anything, I didn't do anything. I mean, it had been spiritual years of spiritual like discovery, but the way that it actually came down was like I got struck by freaking lightning and I didn't do anything except just, I don't know. It just came to me. And it's not that I think, okay, see, and here's like separating the ego. Like there really was nothing that I, that I did, that I started to have these understandings and these, these weird things happening in my life and started to see, I did, I started to see in different dimensions. I think that I was traveling through time for a period of time. I started to see that that there were different versions of people. Like it was like it was like parallel lives was a real thing. And I started to have this weird understanding and like I'm willing to say that none of this is even true, but I started to have this weird understanding that people come to this planet and they come and they live in somebody who's already alive. They don't always come here through birth. I just had an understanding about it. I can't explain, I can't explain it. I can't even say that it's actually true. It's just, I had some kind of weird understanding about it or a sense about it. And so, and so I, I went tonight and I went to a, an event about six months ago. And over the last three and a half years, I, in my work, in all of my work, I've been pretty clear that there were a couple of things that I have been attempting to bring into fruition in my life. One of them was substantially more important to me than the other. Um, and, and so I was asked to do a mind movie for myself for the first event that I had gone to in July of 2021. So I do this this mind movie and um and I just threw in this this amount of money. I mean I just threw it in. I didn't really think that much about it and and I was just quite frankly things were getting better for me financially. Like I was having like all these bizarre weird things happening. Like like just giving you an example, like I had this credit for an airline and I didn't think I was going to get it back and then I had signed up for that event and bam, they said, we're sending you a refund. So I actually didn't have to pay for my flight. I had already paid for my flight <laughs> to go to that event. But it was just weird, right? I mean, it was weird. <clears throat> but anyway, so I go to that, I go to the to the event and I have my mind movie and then and then like six weeks later, 
or less, five weeks later, my mom passes away, which was like really quite shocking and was not anything that I expected at the moment and has actually been pretty hard, although I'm sensing her a lot. She gets with me a lot. She is very, very happy where she is. And and I have to share this like little eensy little story about that. So when I was at the event in July, I was getting with my mom because um, I wanted her to just be aware about something. And I, and I was just calling her and I had my earphones on. So, and I could see somebody in my peripheral version, my vision, like they were like right over there, but, and they could not hear my mother, but they could hear me. <clears throat> and, and so I said, it's okay. So mom, I'm going to be sending you like this healing energy. So I want you to be prepared and like basically give me feedback if you feel anything. And then she just kind of stops and she says, well, she says, well, Jamie, I'm just worried about my soul. So my mom said that she was worried about her soul and I had knew, known exactly where that had been coming from. <clears throat> um, and it was one of our family members. And because my mom is a Catholic, family members were always giving her a hard time. But anyway, when my mom said she was worried about her soul, I mean, like I immediately said, mom, you don't have to worry about your soul for one second. And this person right next to me who was listening to the conversation, I mean, she wasn't meaning to listen, but she's, I could see that she was laughing. But this was a, a worry for my mom. And it wasn't, it was like a month later that she passed away. <clears throat> I got this immediate sense from my mother that she was ecstatically happy to not be in the bad place. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like she was so happy to not be in the bad place because um, she was worried about it. <clears throat> and so, <clears throat> anyway, so my mom passes away and I knew that she was good with money, but I had no idea. I had no idea and it, it turns out that my mother, and I mean, she, this money had to be divided three ways. And so my mother had, a, I mean, it wasn't like billions of dollars, but my mom had a lot of money that she, that she inherited to my sisters and myself. And so I had this, this significant windfall of money come into my physicality. <clears throat> and it was wonderful and it is wonderful and it it um it has offered me some freedoms that I that I had not had before and and I gotta tell you like the weirdest thing had like kind of happened with it like I had dreamed so many times about just like getting out of debt like that was a really big thing for me was I had a lot of embarrassment and shame around having so much debt because I did I had a lot of debt <clears throat> but I knew on some level that someday I would not be in debt. <clears throat> but when I actually paid off my debt, 
it didn't have the the bang that I thought it would. I mean, it just really didn't. It it was just, um, I mean, it was just kind of okay. <laughs> but okay so then what's happened is so then so then I have this one area of my life resolve and kind of resolve in a big way like within a month like the amount of money in my mind movie came into my physicality most of which I have re I have invested into a retirement account that I can't have access to for the next few years and so I'm trying to be very, very wise with this money that my mother has graciously given me. So, but then this other thing that was actually more important to me than the money (laughs) has not come into my physicality. And that's what I want to talk about. Because if it is the law, if it is the law of the universe, the law, a physical law that when we ask it is given and this, this idea that we have to come into some kind of like vibrational um, match to whatever it is that we desire, the, the, the vibrational match to it and bam, it is the law that it has to come into your physicality. Okay. And so how do you get into vibrational alignment with that? Okay, so then the theorists have all their little, I'm, I'm just telling you, they all, they're, it's just out there. This, this material is just out there, like in all different people and all different forms, and they kind of say the same thing, kind of, but maybe not. I mean, I don't know. It has something to do with, feeling as if the wish has already been fulfilled. It's like feeling and having the gratitude and that the wish has already been fulfilled. Okay, so then I would say, and I'm the only one who knows. I'm the only one who knows what the work that I have done in this area having to do with being in the vibrational alignment with what it is I desire. So I'm the only one who would know. But theorists would say that, that I am, I'm doing something wrong. Theorists would say that I am not vibrating properly. Or that thing has to come into my physicality. But I'm here to tell you, I don't know what's going on with this. There is something amiss in all this. There just is. Because if there is a formula and and the formula is this, I have done the formula. And I've done it over and 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 over. I mean, I can't even tell you. Like, I can't even tell you. Like, I've done, like, the energy work on this thing for years. Years. On an energetic basis. (laughs) 
And like, and actually like the physical work, like I've done things that have been like trying to put myself in like situations that, you know, situations and things like that, you know? And so I'm just like, I'm just, God dang it. I just give up. I just give up. Like I give up. Like I, I just, and if it's the formula, then it, then, then I don't know. I don't know. You know, and I know what they would say. I know that they would say that I'm, I'm clearly, I'm not doing something right. I mean, it has to be that way, right? It has to be that I'm not doing something right. And so this goes back to my, my thoughts about this idea about the grace that things come actually into our physicality because God loves to give. God wants to see us happy. That the whole universe is based on love. It's like, you know, Jesus was saying, you know, like, if you who are evil, this is what supposedly he said, care for your children the way you do, how much more would God care for you? It's like, he said, would, would God give you a stone if you ask for bread? And so, and so Jesus said, do not worry. Do not ever worry. <clears throat> and so I don't know where that puts me. I mean, I guess maybe just to stop worrying. But I just feel like his words were, were basically what I'm talking about. That it, that it is a universe that is actually based on grace. And then that, that there's really not anything. I mean, I sort of understand in some ways how ridiculous some things may seem. You know, like, I don't know, an 80-year-old becoming a ballerina. Or like, I don't know, some things are just, just in some ways kind of absurd. I mean, it's not that the, that the 80-year-old can't take a ballet lesson. You know, but they're not going to be with a professional ballet <laughs> if they start at 80. They have to start at five. So I understand, like, I'm not going to be in China in two seconds. I, I get that. I get these things. But I know that there are, there are, but I also know, I know who I am. And I know, I know who I am and I, and I just, I just like, I don't know. So I just feel like even myself who is, who has had a spiritually transformative experience that like was completely mind blowing. It was mind blowing, like the stuff that went down. And I mean, it was just crazy. And, and even in having that and having like these mystical experiences and having these like synchronicities in my life, it's like in so many ways, just pure magic. 
my life is like magic. But I also, I would like to have the experience of, of something in addition to the fact that my life is magic. Because I believe that that would be magical as well. I believe that. And so I don't, I don't have all the answers and I, and I'm, but I do believe that it just has to do with God. And that's what I, you know, yesterday, this young, young lady was talking to me and she was just, you know, she was asking me some questions and I, and I basically told her something like the people don't want to hear this, but it's just true. Like, like there's nothing that I did. There was nothing that I did that I was graced into understanding the love of God at a level that I was unimaginable. There was nothing that I did. And I know people like, they, they look at you, they say, like, what? Yeah, no, it's the truth. There was nothing that I did. And so it begs the question, is there anything that anyone really does with the exception of surrendering, which is what I told her. I just surrendered to it. I surrendered to the love of God, to allowing the love of God to basically consume me. But I don't even know if I had a choice in that. Like in a sense, like, I mean, I guess I had a choice. I could have full stop resisted it. But like, honestly, it just came upon me. And it was like, just like the most incredible feeling that I could ever imagine. That there was, there was no like resisting it. I was just basking in it. <laughs> but anyway... This is an idea that I'm just going to keep noodling on and, and trying to find some more understanding of. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I appreciate you listening. And I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.